Thanks for listening to FYI Stillwater, where you hear information about your local government you didn't know you need to know. Be sure to check out other news and information from the city of Stillwater at stillwater.org or find us on Facebook and Twitter. Hi, I'm your host, Assistant City Manager Paula Dennison. Today, my co-host is Public Works Director Mark White. Hello and welcome. Well, thank you for having me. This is your first time co-hosting with us, isn't it? It is my first time co-hosting. Aren't you excited? I'm very excited, yeah. Yeah. The radio can't see it, but we can see it all over your face. (laughs) How excited you are. Yes. Uh So, what today we have a guest. What are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk a little trash. Oh, exciting. <laughs> well, let me introduce our guest and we can get right into it. Today we've got Waste Management Director Chris Knight with us. Chris is a return guest to the podcast. He's been with us once, correct? One time, one time. Yeah. One Thanks time. Thanks for having me back. Okay, well, uh, we're glad to have you. And Mark, you want to give us a few basic facts about Waste Management and Chris? Yeah, Chris has been with the city for over 28 years. Uh, Waste management provides municipal collection of residential and commercial waste and recycling services. Uh, They provide garbage, yard waste, glass, and single stream recycling collection for Stillwater residents. They provide non-residential trash and cardboard recycling collection for business and multifamily dwellings. And they operate the convenience collection center. A lot of stuff that they do. So welcome, Chris. Glad to have you here today. One of the first things we do is we start with a lightning round, asking random but revealing questions. So I'm going to let Mark ask you some questions. Two of them you know, but I always have to throw in one that everybody is unprepared for. Got to make me think. So you can blame blame him for the question. Okay. She wants to catch you off balance. (sighs) Okay. That's hard to do, though. (laughs) That is hard to do. See if I can win the jackpot. All right. Here you go. What would the title of your autobiography be? Simple Man. Simple Man. Why Simple Man? Because I'm just a simple guy. You know, right. just, my whole life's just simple. I like to keep it that way. I'm just a simple man. I find you more unique than that. But anyway. <laughs> There's not a whole lot to me. <laughs> uh, you're, you're going to sail around the world. What's the name of your boat? The name of my boat, it would just be something that's meaningful to me. Maybe not everyone out there as we're sailing away, so... The name of my boat would be LRK-73. 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 Is that a secret that you're going to hold close to your No, that is <laughs> my wife's initials and her birth year. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Kind. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's really sweet. Pretty special. <laughs> and last but not least, so you're a hard rock band fan. Demonstrate your favorite song. Demonstrate it? <laughs> I don't know if I can demonstrate it, I but, but I can tell you my favorite song. It's uh, Look What the Cat Dragged In by Poison. I knew that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite all-time song. All right. Don't you want to give us a little? Yeah, I don't think that anyone wants to see or hear that, you know. That's kind of what I just do it at home by myself. Oh, you know? okay. I don't know. You kind of got that rock star voice. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if I can do Brett Michaels, but All right. uh, <laughs> that's my favorite song. Chris, you've been with the city over 28 years. Tell us about your career path. How did you get from choosing to come to the city to where you are now? Oh, well, choosing to come to the city, I'll be, you know, honestly, uh, I just needed a job and saw a posting for the city one day. I started part-time, actually, and uh, just a summer help. 
and then it led to full-time, you know, and then there's been a lot of different adventures throughout the 28 years, and uh, I've been dealing with waste management about 12 years on and off, so, but there's been a lot of stops in between. Yeah, so talk, talk about your growth as a, not just a city employee, but moving on up through the ranks, crew chief to supervisor to now to department head and some of the the things you saw that you specifically wanted to work on as you progressed well starting out at the bottom you know i got to really kind of experience through this whole journey every different level um, that you can have in the city government from just your uh, uh, basic laborer position to different levels to where you got a little extra supervision uh, attached to the job and uh, so I got to really see how everything worked from every level which I think has helped me become a better um, supervisor at the level I'm at right now as a director because I really know I've been able to not only see but experience every level of how every aspect through the city government works and being able to view it, you know, and, uh, and experience it. So I think that's really helped me to be able to understand what everyone's dealing with and going through to help me be able to better communicate with them on a day-to-day -day basis. Probably, you know, oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say one of the things, Chris, that I, since I've been here that I thought was, was neat uh, about your career ambitions was you've involved yourself in a lot of different aspects of the city. So, you know, you, you've involved yourself in, in public works, you've involved yourself in safety, operations, and I think those are all things that contributed to your success and, and polished, you know, where you're at today. Do you feel the same way that those are? Well, yeah, I mean, um, my goal, and it wasn't my initial goal when I started the city by no means, but a few years in, I decided that... Uh, um, I wanted to know how everything worked, so that's why I tried to to put myself, try to get myself involved as much as possible, and just as learn as much as I could to so I could be the best I possibly could be. Um, and didn't know where the journey was going to go or lead necessarily, but I knew I wanted to know how everything worked just so I could possibly be, I just be the best I could possibly be for the for the organization. So has this. Seeing it from all the different levels, has that set you up so much better to mentor the staff that you have so that you can help them grow in the organization and hopefully they can have 28-plus years with the city also? Well, yeah, I, th I think as far as mentoring, you know, I'm really able to... Uh, um, I, can un I understand a lot of the situations that a lot of the individuals go through, and I can pass on some of my experiences that I've experienced through my journey and also be able to relate to anyone that's just starting out that uh, that if you want you know a long career here um, you definitely can if you want to go move up the ranks or do something different or uh, get to a higher level you can and uh, I can share my story with them and I'm willing to help anybody get there if they want to get there uh, I can't do it all for them, but if they're willing to put in the work, um, I'll help them every day. And uh, just to show them it can be done. It doesn't happen overnight. You, it takes time, but 
with a little hard work and a little luck, um, there's always luck involved, you know. Hard work doesn't always make it. There's a little luck involved, too. Um, you can get there if you want to. You know, I think it's kind of neat because I've heard it. I've heard it from some of your employees. I've heard it from some of my employees, but they look at people like you and they say, hey, I want that. You know, I want to be able to, it's a motivator for them. They say, hey, I want to be able to, you know, start the ground floor and I want to become a director someday, you know. And so that's a motivating factor for them that I think is is really neat. And, and I think it helps with our talent pool because uh, people look at success stories and they say, I can do that. Right. Hey, nothing more gets me, my juices flowing, if when someone comes into my office and says, you know what, I want to go to a higher level and I'm just going okay let's let's do this and uh, so that, that excites me and um, some people do some people don't and that's okay but if you do uh, I'll help them speaking of employees we've got a lot of things going on to keep the employees busy I know that um, Waste Management and Public Works are working together very very closely and have been for the last number of months with the storm debris, what are some of the other projects, big projects, that you've got going on activities? Uh, well, one of the biggest projects we got going on right now um, is a, a recycling staging facility that we're um, been working on for a while. Just going through the all the initial steps to kind of see where uh, the community wanted to go you know, as far as our recycling program. And uh, it's kind of led us to this recycling staging facility. So we've been, you know, uh, working on a design for it. And um, we still got some other steps to go through to finally get to where we're breaking ground to build it. Um, but so we're working on those. So that's a very big undertaking for the department. You know, we have so many things we're doing every day, but it's things that we, you know, we do every day, which it, it you know, it, it takes a lot to get it done every day. It's not simple by no means. There's a lot of moving parts. And, uh, but far as big projects, that's probably the biggest thing we got going on right now, you know, for, and it's just to, uh, you know, be able to provide the best recycling program that we can for the city and what the community wants and desires, um, which we found out through this process, they really desire a high quality recycling program, which we think this recycling staging facility is going to do that for us. And that's big for a community of this size. Right now we have a contract mm -hmm. with somebody, we collect it, and then they we take it to them for the recycling. Um, so this will be similar to that, but talk a little bit through how us having our own staging facility is going to differ from where we're at now. Uh, well, you know, it's going to give us more control, you know, um, Right now, we do have a contract where we're taking it to a local local uh, processor, and uh, they, you know, they kind of control the ball game. Well, with this recycling staging facility, we'll be able to control where we take our material, um, whether we choose a Murph in Oklahoma City or or Tulsa. But we'll be able to control that. Okay, so tell us what a Murph is. Okay, a Murph is, is a material. It's not a Smurf. No. It's, <laughs> It's, it's a, a Murph. material recovery facility. So you're taking your recycles there to, you know, you're recovering them from the, the uh, waste stream so that they can be sent and being processed where they can be recycled into the same material again or it can, they can be made into different recycle, you know, items that we buy at the store every day. 
So you're just trying to keep those items that can be made into something else from going to the landfill, where the landfill is where we take trash, and buried. Um, so we're trying to keep it from being buried and take it somewhere that we're, uh, it can do some good and uh, just not sit in a pile of dirt. So, um, so we're really excited about that. that. To answer your question, the biggest thing is we just kind of control it. And, and there's more, there's a lot more uh, possibilities, you know, um, with this cycling staging facility in the future where um, maybe other communities, possibility around Stillwater. So it's more of a regional Yeah, we, kind could be of thing. A, we could be a hub and spoke to where, you know, uh, smaller communities, Perkins, Cushing, or, you know, Ripley, or whatever, you know, maybe they decide they want to do recycling. Well, they're kind of been in the same boat as us is in this area where we're in, we're we're so far, well, I'll say we're, so, we're an hour from Oklahoma City or Tulsa, so we could give other smaller communities an opportunity possibly in the future to they could bring us their recycling. And, uh, you know, and at that point, you know, the city of Stillwater could possibly, you know, start making some revenue, you know, off of uh, by taking in other communities' recycling. So there's a lot of possibilities to it. And uh, so we're pretty excited about it. I'm all for Stillwater being kind of the shining bright star in north central Oklahoma. You know, we are the biggest city in this area outside of Tulsa or the metros and those communities right around them. So things that we can do like that where we are the hub to have such a draw uh, and have that life and that activity brought back into the city, I think that's fantastic. Yes. And especially if we can prepare for it now for some opportunity, you know, coming in the future. May or may not come, but we're getting ready for it now. Right. Stillwater does a lot of progressive things from, you know, my perspective that really, you know, bring positive light to our community and the, the things we do. So I think this is just one of those. Yeah, it's just another one. I mean, you're right, Mark. Uh, we've done a lot in this organization to really put ourselves on the map in the state of Oklahoma. So we, we have a lot to be proud of. And you serve on state board? Uh, well, I am on the uh, uh, SWANA board, which is the S Solid Waste uh, Association of North America. I am currently the president of the Oklahoma chapter. Uh, I am also um, serve on a, a board that's MWMA. It's Municipal Waste Mayors Association. So it's a, it's a, a kind of a sub of the Mayors Association. And uh, so it's just a solid waste organization, MWMA, and uh, it's from solid waste directors and managers across the United States. And uh, we meet every other month. And, uh, and then we also have a conference every month where we just all sit around and talk solid waste, you know. And uh, oh, I bet it's, that's it's, exciting. It's pretty, it's, pretty solid, it's pretty exciting for us because what I've found it doesn't matter. Uh, I, I visit with the individual that, you know, runs the, the program in Los Angeles. And uh, you find that our issues and their issues are not any different. They're just on a bigger scale, but it's the same issues. And you also come across individuals that maybe have solved some of those issues that you're having. And uh, so you're able to come away, well, okay, you know. I haven't thought of that. That's how we're going to fix that. So you can come back and, you know, it may not look exactly how there's, because every city's different. It, it may look a little different, but 
you've got an idea now how to fix that. So, uh, and I'm a big believer then, you know, that um, whatever issue you're having, there's someone out there that's faced it. And uh, so you don't have to go home and dream stuff up necessarily and go throwing it, throwing it on the chalkboard because uh, I think you can find someone that can help you out. And, and that's a huge benefit of being a part of different organizations because just that networking can really help you out a lot. Yeah, so the city of Stillwater is, is fortunate to have so many of our employees who want to hold positions in professional organizations. And I'm grateful that the city encourages that because there are communities that can't afford for you to be gone, mm -hmm. you know, to a three-day conference a couple of times a year or have the travel and training expenses that go along with it or something like that. But Stillwater is very fortunate and our employees are fortunate too because you do bring so much back that yeah. can help improve this community and this organization. Yeah, I agree totally. That's one thing, uh, this uh, City Stillwater organization, they've never hesitated in uh, the employees being part of any uh, outside organization or going to training. That's, that's never been an issue. And, uh, but you're right, I, I speak with a lot of people all the time where it's a little different in other organizations and it's not as easy, you know, for them to go do those things. So I've, I've always been very grateful that um, I can't remember one time I've ever been told no. And that's going, you know, when I've held other positions, you know, no one, they're always, yeah, please, you know, go do that. So I've always been grateful. Yeah, that's encouraging. So switching gears a little bit, let's talk about, I know you get lots of phone calls. How do I establish service? I want to upsize my recycling cart or, you know, just all kinds of questions are thrown out at you. What, where do people need to go? Who do they need to contact? Do you take care of all of this? Does another city department, how does that work? Uh, well, if you need to do anything with change of your service, um, everything goes through our customer service uh, department. Now, you can definitely call us. We definitely uh, love taking phone calls, but we have to send you through our customer service because if, uh, especially if you're wanting to change anything to do with your billing, it has to go through customer service so they can do that. But everything that we do um, outside of the norm, uh, we do by work order system. So, and customer service is the ones who submit those work orders for us. So if you need to get, change your cart size, if you need to get your cart repaired, um, if you uh, want to schedule uh, a roll off, if you want to schedule an extra pickup or whatever that may be, uh, you would need to call customer service and uh, they'll, they'll take all the information from you and uh, send us a work order to complete it for you. So call them at 405-372-0025. Yep, yes ma'am, yep. Call them there and then just let them know that you need to speak with customer service and uh, they will they'll help your, you get set up. They'll get you set up. Okay, and then y'all will take it from there when you get that work order. Yes, yeah, we'll, we'll get that work order. Usually if you call it in today, we're going to get it in the morning and then we'll take care of it for you. Okay, that's pretty quick, pretty efficient. It is pretty quick, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's nice to do things not having to actually come into City Hall. Now establishing brand new service is different. Yes. Because that does require you need mm. to come in because there's deposits and all kinds of information yes. that needs to be provided. Yes, they'll, they'll need information from you for a new, to start a new service, yes. So, 
you have to come in. But otherwise, uh, everything else you can just do over the phone. Okay, good. All right. So what about any advice that you can give to somebody who may be a little curious about what all waste management involves? Well, you know, there's a, there's a lot to it, to be honest with you. So I, if anyone ever wants to know what's involved in, in the solid waste, uh, our department or whatever, call me at any time, you know, and uh, I'd be happy to uh, visit with them or schedule a time to meet with them, you know, um, anytime. You know, I, I love talking about solid waste, so, you, you know, you're gonna, it'll, it'll be fun for me. So if, if they would like to call, you know, just call me. And uh, um, it, we do have things on the website, you know, that you can go to the city store website. It kind of explains different aspects of our department and during the residential, commercial, whatever. But if you want more detail, whatever, um, please give me a call. I'd be happy to visit with you. Chris touches on an interesting point, too, because we all are accessible. I mean, people can call. They can talk to us. And, and I'm like, Chris, I enjoy talking to people and so yeah give Chris a call I mean he will he'll walk you through it so and if anybody wants to see one of the best sunrises go out on the south end of the <laughs> airport by the waste management office and you can catch some gorgeous sunrises out there on a warm day yeah don't do it today no <laughs> not a cold windy day no no you, you do yes good sunrises out there and it, it's uh it's always fun to watch the uh, the planes take off. You know, you get to see American Airlines take off and come back in every day, so that's always kind of fun to watch. And there's fixing uh, to be quite a bit of construction out there around your area, too. Yeah, and there already is. Um, the airport's <laughs> doing a lot of construction out there. You know, that's another thing. You know, I, uh, we welcome anybody to come by our facility anytime if they'd like to see, you know, um, all the equipment we have out there. And, you know, um, of course, every citizen here at Stillwater um, helps us you know, get the, all that equipment from the rates mm -hmm. that they pay. So mm -hmm. um, at any time, if they'd like to come out there and see what they're paying for, I'd happy, you know, be happy to have them. Good. Well, y'all heard it here. You are invited out to the waste management office. That's right. Yeah. Just give Chris a call and he can give you a tour. Yep. Anytime. We like Good. showing off our stuff, so. Good. Well, thank you so much for your time and uh, spending it with us and informing our listeners on waste management and some of the stuff you do and a couple of your interests and how you got to where you are. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of folks who are going, huh, well, I might like to just take a ride out there and see what all's happening out there on the south side of the airport. I hope so. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. receive a number of questions from a lot of different places like social media, phone calls, email, and we call it our mailbox. So we had a question that come in, or actually more of an inquiry about the responsibility of trees on private property. This one happened to be within a city utility easement. So Mark, can you fill us in on how to handle that and the responsibility for it? Yeah, uh, utility easements uh, only give the utility owner the right to be located there. Uh, the responsibility for any tree located on private property lies within with the property owner. 
So the private tree removal business can assist with this situation if necessary. And you know, it, it happens fairly regularly that we get a question like that because mm -hmm. the tree may be interfering with somebody's um, backyard fences, mm -hmm. for example, um, or that tree on their property, it was great when it was small, yep. but now all of the roots or the limbs are hanging over on the neighbor or it may be interfering with the sewer line that's running through the backyard. Yep. It's still, this is good information that it's the property owner's responsibility, not the utility companies. Correct. Yeah. Good to know. Okay, thank you. Well, Mark, I want to thank you for co-hosting um, with me today, and we will be so excited to have you back as co-host for all of these podcasts with us. Well, thank you, Paula, and I really look forward to it. Stay tuned for our next podcast. If you have a question for us, email news at stillwater.org, and on the next podcast, we'll answer a few. You can find FYI Stillwater on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, and anywhere else you enjoy your podcasts.